Good evening. Tonight we will be listening to five horrifying middle of nowhere stories. If you're new, please remember to click that subscribe button and turn notifications on. So, let's begin. Number one. When we first moved in here, I kept thinking I'd hear someone walking in the house while I was alone. It's a flood zone, so the house is on stilts and you can hear footsteps when anyone walks across the floor. Of course, this is Texas, so I just grab my handgun and go and see if someone had come in. Also, my mother-in-law has a key and when she drops in and leaves things for the family, she sometimes won't relock the door. I kept feeling like I was going to walk into a room and someone would be there, just feeling oddly watched all day for a few days. My husband didn't think anything of it and one night he jumped out of bed, grabbed his handgun and started going through the house slamming all the doors wide open. He said he heard banging in the kitchen like someone was going through the pantry. He was adamant he had heard someone. Nothing. Doors still locked. My niece got home from her grandmother's house and a few nights later asked me if she could sleep on a cot in our room. She's a teenager, not a small kid. So I asked her what was wrong. She didn't want to tell us because we wouldn't believe her. Just that she didn't want to be alone. She said she heard banging in the kitchen and when she heard that or felt like someone was in the house, she would see a man in the window of her room so she basically noped out and came to us. We let her stay and the next day we were all a little uneasy. My husband, a notorious non-believer in the paranormal, came in looking shaken and said he had closed her door after bringing her laundry into the room and a man had been smelling at him in the window. The windows on the house are almost 20 feet in the air because of the stilts the house sits on. Number 2 I grew up in the middle of the woods in Louisiana. Our closest neighbour was about 20 miles away. Our house was on a hill and at the bottom was the creek that went through the woods for miles and miles. My grandfather would always tell us there were people living in the woods. Crazy, inbred folks on some the hills have eyes shit. But I always assumed he was just trying to creep us out. So one night when I was like 8 years old, I sat in the living room watching Pearl Harbor. My father comes into the living room and tells me not to move, that he heard footsteps and the back door slammed shut on his way to the bathroom. He thinks someone was in the house, and that he scared them off when he walked down the hallway to the bathroom. So he leaves the house, leaving the front door wide open, which scared the shit out of me. I pause the movie and just listen to silence for a couple of minutes. And of course, the guy is still inside. I'm staring out of the doorway to the living room and see the top of a head peek around the corner. A head with a white sheet over it, cut and tied at the neck. I'm paralysed. 
and even if I wanted to run, there would be nowhere to go but towards this creepy-ass dude. He just stares at me for what feels like forever before he leaves towards the back of the house. The back door slams again. I just sit there and start crying until my father comes back inside. My dad tells me that as he rounded the corner to the back of the house, he caught the guy leaving out the back door. The guy sees my dad and books it down the hill. Then there's a gunshot. According to my father, my grandfather had been sitting on the porch next door and saw the guy walking toward our house. So he grabbed his gun, got back outside in time to see the guy running down the hill and shot the dude in the leg. The guy fell, then got back up again before my grandfather could take another shot and disappeared into the woods. By the time the cops show up, he is gone. They search but can't find the guy. They do find a run-down sort of shack a mile or so into the woods, filled with nothing but pots and pans. So, that was weird. Number 3 My husband worked nights so I'd be alone on a huge acre. One night I got into the kitchen to make tea and look outside to see the moon and there is a face on the other side of the window. I scream and it wakes up my ageing husky who starts to howl. The dude bolts. I call the cops and wait forever, locked in my pantry. Next day, my husband and I ride on horseback our whole property. We find a small makeshift cabin on the northwest corner. We find stuff stolen from our laundry line and canned stuff from our kitchen. He had pinned up selfies in the cabin he had taken while in our bed and sitting at our daughter's child-sized dinner table. Number 4 When I was young, my grandmother lived in a very rural part of Ireland and my brother and I were sent to visit her for a couple of weeks every summer. Frequently, my grandmother would send us out to do little jobs for her, bring bread or jam to neighbours or to collect turf for the fire. One summer's day, she gave me a loaf of bread and sent me to a house about three or four miles away. The laneway to the house was narrow and lined by thick hedges and as I was walking, I became aware of a man within the hedge who was watching me and walking the laneway with me. I was extremely frightened and ran the rest of the way. I think the woman of the house knew that something had frightened me when I arrived. She made me tea and sandwiches with my grandmother's bread and let me stay and play with her dog until her eldest son got back so he could drive me back to my grandmother's house. Thanks, miss. I still don't know who it was that was watching and following me or how long they had been doing so before I had noticed. Number 5 So I live in a very heavily wooded area. This is a place where the closest town is 7 miles away and it's only got about a hundred people in it. So my family and the few neighbours we have are very secluded. Anyway, 
When I was about 12-ish, I was sitting on my front porch eating mac and cheese because it was a nice day out. While I'm eating, I notice something sort of strange in the woods in front of our house. I had sat on my front porch so many times that I was used to how the view looked, so I immediately noticed that the view looked different. Probably about 150 feet in front of our house was a giant black mass. At first I thought it may be a black bear as they are fairly common here. Being the adventurous kid I was, I went to investigate. As I got close to it, I could see that it was actually a giant burnt black stump, rootwad and all. It had been totally scorched, so the entire thing was pitch black and it was massive. It easily weighed 200 pounds. This was strange, as we didn't cut down any trees lately and we certainly hadn't burned any stumps. I showed my mum, and she was equally as confused, but just kind of brushed it off. After school the next day, I went to check on it again with my dogs, but when I got to the spot, it was gone. A giant, 200-pound stump had just vanished, and there was no drag marks or anything. So... That will do it for our middle of nowhere stories. If you enjoyed, please be sure to click that like button and let me know what you thought and if you would like to hear more like this. As always, it's been a pleasure. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.